but they are nothing like the real businesswomen who have blazed trails throughout corporate America. I feel very fortunate to have had strong role models who have helped me nurture my professional development, including what I call my look. My mother took over her father's tool and die business back in a time when a woman was not welcomed in that industry. She successfully ran the business for 15 years and sold it at a profit when she retired. I have also benefited from the experience of my sisters, both accomplished businesswomen. They both have had successful careers and they have guided me every step of the way. And while working as a trainer for an aerospace company, I was fortunate to have a female boss. She was one of the few women in that industry who had climbed high on the corporate ladder. She was, and still is, a valuable role model for me. It has been through the help of these professional women and the thousands of women who have attended my seminars that I have learned how to establish my own executive presence and define my professional image. Many women in my seminars often comment about my professional appearance and manner. They say, I want to look like you, or I wish I could act like you do. Always, there is stunned silence when I tell them, well, you can, and you can too. What I mean is not that you are going to, nor should you, look exactly like me or any other professional woman you may choose as a role model. That should never be your goal. Your goal should be, given the right tools, to develop your own look. You want to find the executive image that works best for you. You can learn how to conduct yourself with more confidence and poise. You can learn how to enhance your credibility. You can learn to avoid the mistakes that many women make, both in their dress and in their behavior. It may not be fair that in the office you will be judged on your appearance, but consider this. You too judge others by both their verbal and nonverbal communication. It is part of the way we process information and form impressions. You project an image. Others perceive what you are projecting. You have no control how others perceive you. You only control what you send out. I believe you want to know what that is. And research shows that people will judge you more on your visual appearance than any other aspect of your being. That is why, if you want to be successful, people must notice and respond to you in a positive way. How you package yourself becomes your signature. In effect, it is the image you send out to others. This is what I am going to discuss with you on this recording. I am going to explain the key steps that form your image and how to mold them into an executive presence that works for you. Step one is pretty straightforward. It is to start thinking about your current image. I want you to answer yes, no, or not sure to the following 10 statements. Number one, the overall presentation of my body is positive, meaning that height and weight are generally in proportion. Number two, I stand or think tall. Number three, I have a definite hairstyle. Four, my makeup is appropriate to the situation. Five, I'm aware of how I use my hands. Number six, I do not pull on my lower lip, play with my hair or jewelry, 
tap a pen, over smile, or giggle. Number seven, I know the difference between professional and casual dress. Number eight, I know which colors flatter my appearance. Number nine, I look people in the eye when I speak to them. Number 10, I do not use self-discounting language. These statements span the areas of grooming, clothing, verbal, and nonverbal communication. As you may have guessed, these are the areas involved in developing your executive presence. A word of caution about this self-assessment exercise. This was your assessment of you. Others may see you differently. You need to know if that gap exists. You may have answered yes to questions that in reality reflect